right. Uh, welcome to the Trash Bros Podcast, everybody. Uh, I'm your host, Jesse Sin. This is Josh Zimbleman over here. Hello, hello. We have David Gertz as well. Back. <laughs> and today we have a pretty special guest. Uh, we're pretty excited to have him here. Uh, we have Chris Myers from Crane Brewing Company. Chris, why don't you give us a little introduction, tell us about Crane Brewing and well, whatever you want to say, really. Yeah, um, we're a microbrewery in downtown Raytown, um, co-founder, as you said, um, just trying to uh, take, take this time and uh, enjoy getting to be able to reach out to everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I know we've had a couple of your beers on here and we are big fans. I, uh, I yeah. read on your website, I did, I did a little bit of research, just a little bit. Um, I read you guys kind of kind of aim primarily towards the sours, right? Um, it's definitely what we're known um, for. We, we brew all kinds of beers, but it's definitely something that we, we enjoy doing. We brew sours year-round. We do a lot of interesting ingredients, so I think that's definitely kind of what people think of when they think of crane brewing. Yeah, we're into that. We love the sours on this end. Oh, yeah. Um, so how long has crane, crane been around? Just under five years. We brewed our, our first batch in September 2015. Not bad. Um, have you uh, – oh, God, I forgot I was going to ask. Josh, you got any good questions for him? Uh, yeah, I was curious. Do you know how you got hooked up with your beers being in Hutchinson, Kansas? Being in Hutchinson, Kansas? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got full distro in, in Kansas. Um, our shipping director is worldwide. But um, we've, of course, got some friends at um, – oh, God, I feel bad. Is it um, D- DJ's Brewery or DJ's Liquor Store? No, they go through it. I think sure. DJ's oh, carries us, but I'm trying to think of, of the brewery out in Hutchinson. Sandhills, probably? Yeah, Sandhills. I knew it started with S, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big, we're biggest fans of Sandhills down here. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Do it. Um, is it? It's just lagging out hardcore on our side, it's, yeah. so it's hard to hear what you guys are actually saying. Can you hear us well? I can hear you great. Fantastic. All right. Fantastic. We're, we're new. We're kind of new to the remote podcasting thing, so you have to give us a little yeah. bit of a break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we just shopped around DJ's liquor store one day, looking for some new beers to try on the podcast, and we'd never seen the crane brewing beers before so we grabbed a couple and i think the first one we tried was the million watt one million watt the one million watt and that beer was phenomenal yeah like seriously that's a great beer good kind of taking advantage again of of this time we're not brewing a lot of our beers to the full volume that we normally would and so we've, we've been kind of coming out with some new beers lately that beer in particular one million watts was going to be a, a one-off you know it was, it was its own beer but i think we're going to turn it into a series and so we actually have a new one million watts coming out not too long from now that's awesome that's actually another question i was going to ask you um how has the pandemic we're going through right now kind of affected your brewery at all are you guys uh taking kind of taking the moment to really experiment at all yeah we've had you know a lot more empty tanks than we usually do just because mm-hmm. um you know, almost immediately distribution kind of fell off for us. Um, all of our distributors kind of reached out and said, you know, we're not going to be ordering anything for a while until we figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Luckily, people were still going to liquor stores and grocery yeah. stores and 
and drinking plenty of beer during this time. And so once they felt a little bit safer about that, they started ordering more beer and more cans. But again, going from four states distribution to mostly just the tap room with a little bit of distro, it has let us be a little creative and, and kind of put out some new things because we have to operate a little bit differently because, yeah. you know, we, it seems like we have to that much more, you know, come out with a new beer almost every, every so often just to keep people coming in the doors. Yeah. Uh, and your tap room was located in, was it Raytown? I'm sorry. Yep. We're about yeah. five minutes from the, the stadiums. If people are familiar with Kansas yep. City. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. We'll definitely have to go uh, yeah. check you guys out next time we're up there for a Chiefs game. Or Royals. Okay. Royals okay. So how we're long have you been brewing? Oh, sorry. Um, I would say we're, we're actually on tap at the, at the Royal Stadium. Oh, um, really? Yeah. What do you yeah, got? That's oh, a, this year was supposed to be Thundergong, which is a, a collab we do with Jason Sudeikis and Steps oh. of Faith Foundation. Um, but I don't know. We know what – We'll see what they want to order whenever we, whenever they're able to open yeah. again. They kind of pick yeah. a different beer every year to kind of feature. Um, but but brewing wise had started um, before the brewery uh, 2012 for me, and I kind of didn't brew as long home brewing as a lot of people do when they want to open a brewery. I came from veterinary medicine, and most mm-hmm. people in the industry come from some other former life. Um, but I think as more people realize how different scales breweries can be, you know, it doesn't all have to be Boulevard. You don't have to start out that yeah. big. I think right. it's, it, it's becoming more of a, you know, a, a, an attainable dream for a lot of people. And so I'd always been a fan of beer. I'd always been a fan of other friends who were home brewing. Um, and it wasn't until I kind of visited some other breweries and, and, and really dug kind of the culture they they're creating where people would come in and just, you know, you're, you're brewing beer for your neighborhood. Yeah. I thought that was, that was something I wanted to do. Yeah, uh, I know I read um, your other co-founder, uh, Crane. I can't remember his first name. Michael. Michael Crane, there it is. Um, I know I was reading on the website that he was started out as a home brewer the same mm-hmm. way. And it really kind of seems like that's a, a lot of the cases where you get the guys who are really in it for the love of the beer versus anything else. That's where you get your best beers, I feel. Yeah, we, we joke. I mean, you, you really shouldn't get into this unless you're, you know, you're about – brewing and sharing beer and, mm-hmm. and, and really enjoy, you know, talking to people and, and kind of, again, building that community aspect. Um, you don't, you don't get into it for the money. I, we joke all the time that, you know, we, we enjoy doing this to, to brew and share beer. If we can make it profitable, that'd be great too. Yeah. That'd be all right, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the awesome thing about the craft beer community and, and the brewers is it's such a tight knit community and everybody helps everybody. And it's just, it's awesome how how close knit it is yeah all of our all all of our wichita breweries around the way are just like they're all just homies that just happen to have a building building. i don't i don't know any other industry like it where you say hey i like what you do i want to do it too you know most businesses would say you know that's nice good luck go figure it out on your own brewing almost immediately every brewery owner and brewer i talked to has come down let's have a beer let's see what we can do to help you out and that's that's amazing yeah, that is awesome. awesome. It's crazy. It just blows my mind how, how it works. Have you guys so, had uh, – go ahead, Josh. What new beers are you excited to release, you know, coming out soon? Or are you collaborating with any other breweries in your area right now? Yeah, that you want to talk about. Some funny oh, yeah, stuff. Um, 
we've got a, I'm in our barrel room and I'm looking at all of our beer right now. Um, we've <laughs> got awesome. a, a, we've got a strawberry rhubarb goza that's going to be out before too long. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I've been looking for that. I've, I saw you guys post it on Instagram a week or so ago and I've been looking for it. But we, we haven't had too much of an issue, but for some reason, government approvals are taking a little bit on that beer. Oh. And so it's, it's just strictly one of those things. A lot of people don't realize but the government says you can put this beer with these ingredients in this kind of package with this writing on it. And like they, really? they approve every part of the process. Um, but that's, that's going to be a really fun one just because we enjoy that flavor profile, but people have been specifically asking us to make a strawberry rhubarb beer for almost five years. So we have a lot of people who are excited about it. Um, we, had, we had one by evil twin that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think just, I don't know about you guys, but again, just being in the Midwest, I think it's that much more like touchy to us. Just grandma grows rhubarb in the, in the garden and makes pie and stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, another one exactly. which I'm sipping on now, Oddbird. This is our, um, our first lager. Oh, and wow. again, kind of taking advantage of the fact that we've got empty tanks and the fact that we normally we don't have the time to really let a beer condition for that long. But we're yeah. like, well, we've got we've got plenty of time now. Let's fill up a tank and let it sit. Um, so this is a, a Mexican style lager, four and a half percent. It's Oof. crispy, boy. I'm into that. Yeah, <laughs> I awesome. like I like my stouts a lot. I love the sours, too, but now it's on the sucker for. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, we'll have. We'll have some more stouts coming out before long too. That's cool. Do you do a lot of stouts or is that uh We've got our, our porter that's year round, which is essentially mm-hmm. an oatmeal stout. It's just got a little bit more phenolics. It's got some real roastiness, you know, a little smokiness. Um we added a ton of oats to it, so it's got nice body. Is that um, Omar? Is yep. that this Omar? One? Yep. Oh, yeah, that's Omar. <laughs> that's awesome. Awesome. And then, and then we did not too long ago. We did a collaboration with um, Quinto Coffee that operates in our tap room in the mornings. We did a coffee stout with them, and it it went over really well. So I'm sure there'll be more. Yeah, that's awesome. Was, that's another question that I had for you. Uh, have you done any cool collaborations with anybody that you were like just super super excited about? Um, one of the last big ones was a lot of fun. Um, we did our first collaboration with Narrow Gauge out of St. Louis. Hmm. Okay. Um, and they, um, they, we did a sour IPA, and that was also the first sour mm. IPA that we ever did. Um, and so that was that was great. We've got another beer coming out before too long. We're doing so another part of this whole quarantine thing. I don't know about on the Wichita side how, how people have been able to help each other out, but um, a brewery in Lee Summit, Missouri, called yeah. um, Diametric, put together um, a program called Together We Can. Yeah. Where every other Saturday this whole time, a whole bunch of breweries could bring beer there. They, invo- you know, they did inventory, they did all the permits, and then people could pre-order it online, just safely drive through. They'd load it in your trunk, you drive off, and that was a lifesaver for breweries like ours. And 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 so they they did all the work, and so kind of say thank you because they were a tap room only brewery. Mm-hmm. We let them start bringing beer into our brewery, and we canned it for them. Oh, that's um, awesome. And so that, you know, it's a really good relationship. And we had already talked about wanting to do a collab with them um, mm-hmm. before all this, but now more than ever, we really, you know, like the idea of doing something. So we've got a beer coming out with them before too long. Yeah, that's awesome. They're stepping up like that. You see, that's a lot of the, a lot of the nation and stuff like that are really stepping up to help other people, which is really great. It's wonderful to see that happen in uh, the brewery world as well. 
Yeah, there's a local brewery in Wichita, Norton's Brewing Company, that we're really big fans of. And they had like four or five different collabs lined up to, to brew, you know, in March through April. And then they had to cancel all that due to the, the coronavirus and ended up having to dump out one whole batch that they brewed with. Um, uh, was it Central oh, Standard? No, it was no. the oh, El Dorado uh, Free Ring. No, no it's uh, I don't know. Anyways, they had to dump out the whole. We're professionals. Batch. Yeah, we're, uh, we're professionals. Some river. Uh, well, yeah. not river brewery. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, they had to dump is. out a whole uh, beer they had brewing with with walnut because it just didn't and didn't work out. So yeah. that sucks. That really sucks. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um. um so I got a question. Yeah, go ahead, Jesse. No, I was going to say one question I like to ask uh, whenever we get to talk to brewers. If you had to pick one brew style that it was the only brew style you could do for the rest of your life, what would that style be and why? Ooh, ooh. Um, that's – I mean, it can, be, can we be pretty broad and say no, like – No, you can be as, as broad as you want. Okay, I, I'd, I'd have to say an IPA just because there's yeah. – we could, you know, we could definitely mix up – the, the hop ratios and the profiles of a lot of different hops that we have nowadays. Um, and that, you know, we can make it a lot cleaner, a lot, you know, we could really mess with the bitterness too. So I'd, I'd say if I could only do one style, that'd probably be it. Yeah. There's so many things you can do with IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how do you, okay. So, so sour IPAs, right? You got IPAs, which is complicated. You got sours, which is complicated. How in the world do you get to a sour IPA? How does that work? Uh, there's a couple of different ways to do it. Um, ultimately, the, the best situation is if you're souring with lactobacillus, mm-hmm. um, which in most, most of the strains of lacto are very hop intolerant. So it doesn't take very many hops to, you know, to either halt or, or kill the bacteria. Um, so then you're getting to a point where you're, you can either, um, like, you can either kettle sour and then dry hop. Or you can um, take a beer that's been hopped and then blend in some sour wort into that to kind of hit the, the the right range you want. What we've done here is um, is done kettle souring, so that kind of lets us control where we're at pH wise, and then we can we can hop it to to then stop it at that point. That's cool. That stuff's so interesting to me because I like I like I got a caveman brain, so really when we start talking about all the brewing and stuff, I'm just like, God, it's so sweet that we like, they made it, made beers out of this stuff. Somehow it's like, it's like a bunch of kids are playing around and suddenly there's beers. It's awesome. Um, so do you guys have any plans, like any big plans in the future as far as events wise? Do you guys do anything like that? We, during normal, normal times, I'm tired of, yeah. I'm tired of that phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we, we do events all the time. We've got a few big ones throughout the year. We do a tiki night. We do a prom night. We do a big Halloween party, that kind of stuff. Um, we also do a lot of fundraisers. So quite often we'll, we'll let, you know, an organization reach out to us and we'll mm-hmm. use our tap room to kind of raise money for them and bring them out and educate people. Um, we're really, we're excited to kind of do some more out, outdoor stuff this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in the process of, you know, eventually adding a, a beer garden. Um, the, in the Casey side, the Rock Island Trail, which is what connects to the Katy Trail. And the Katy Trail is huge. It's one of the, like, the most ridden bike trails in the country. Um, 
the new expansion essentially connects our brewery, goes right through our parking lot to the KD Trail. So people could ride from St. Louis to KC. Um, so wow. that's something that luckily the county is taking this time to work on. So they're actually constructing it now. Oh, wow. I hope they can. Yeah, I'm hoping they can get it soon before this fall. But um, if if, that if awesome. this hadn't happened, it would really because it's our parking lot's all torn up and stuff because of it. <laughs> so kind yeah. of a perfect perfect time for them to start working on it then. Yep. 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 Um, I got lots of questions, guys. You got anything for them? So the the sour you guys got the Domingo sour huh? uh, is it is it lassie or lassie or lassie mango what? lassie. So, okay. So it's based on an uh, Indian dessert drink that mm -hmm. you would get. At, um, same idea. Instead of yogurt or cream, we use lactose milk sugar. Uh-oh. Because uh -oh. Mike muted for some reason. And oh, then uh, yeah, that's the collab we did originally with um, Mike's liquor stores in KC. And it, it was a big hit, and so we reached out to them again this year and said, "Hey, would you guys mind if we do this beer again?" They said, "Do it, <laughs> please, That's, please do it." So good, I love, I love that. Their, their craft beer director actually um, designed the label for that. He did the artwork for it too. Oh, that's really cool. I think I read that on the label. Yeah. Uh, speaking of label art, where do you guys come up with your label art? Do you guys just sort of wing it, or do you have artists or something? It's a mix. We've got a few different artists that we've worked with, especially like the traditional, I wouldn't call it traditional, but the origami type images. We've got a few people that we've worked with that have a real good feeling for what we want it to come to look like at this point. Um, another few of the labels were done by um, a local tattoo artist. So oh, like the If Then Scotch Ale, the Million Watts, um, Oh, what else did he do? Um, the odd bird that's coming out, the logger that we did. Those are all ones that were designed by him. Where do you get your beer names? I feel like that's kind of a complicated question, but where do you come up with the names? Are they just sort of on the spot or? We, for most of the, the beers, the branding, the names, a lot of it is we sit together as a team and kind of talk and spitball. And most of the names come after we have the beer in mind, but there's been a few of them where, we had a beer name that we just knew was a really good beer name. And then yeah. Yeah. kind of finding the right beer that it fits with. Um, early on, a lot of our beers were very clean, clear cut as to what they are, like tea vice yeah. and beet vice and grapefruit goza. Um, <laughs> and that helped us kind of skip a lot of the label and beer approval stuff just because, you know, we didn't have to worry about stepping on anyone else's toes name wise. Um, but then there's been a few that have been really special to us, like Omar, which was named after one of our, our brew cats who passed away. Oh. Um, he was a black cat. And so we yeah. name a stout after him. That's pretty yeah. great. Um, so uh, we're, we're closing in on our, oh, you lost me. Hey, there you are again. Um, what, yeah. what was the last part you heard? Oh, the cat. We heard the whole story. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. My, Omar, my, my. Omar, the cat <laughs> and stouts. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's pretty great. So okay, we have so another beer go we're going to try later. Um, the can art on this thing is awesome. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about this. That's the one. That's, a, that's, that's Thundergon. Yeah, that's, that's the one with uh, Jason Stakis and Friends and, and Steps of Faith Foundation. Oh, okay. Um, and every year they have a different character that they do mm -hmm. for that event. And so the can label changes every year. So we'll have a different one next year. 
Um, but yeah, dollar from every case of that beer goes back to that organization and their graphic wow. artist kind of helped, you know, we sent him a few label samples of our beers that we've done in the past. And then he mm-hmm. was kind of able to take our style and then their image and kind of, it's a nice mashup, you know, if you look yeah. at their posters and their, their t-shirts and stuff. And their, their t- Do you think they'll have that uh, fundraiser concert this year or? I want to say I'd seen that it was still tentative because it's in November. Okay. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's the first year I went, I didn't know what to expect, but I mean, he gets great people, you know, a lot of his former SNL cast come into town, great music. It's almost more like a, like a variety show. And then they just raise a crap ton of money. I can imagine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'd like to hope they can do it in some way, you know, even if it's gotta be virtual, that would still be a heck of a thing to tune into. Yeah, that'd be pretty great. Yeah. We'll have to make it a trip. Check out for sure. Yeah, yeah, one of the one of those trips we always talk about, boys, right? Yeah, yeah one of them. <laughs> well, we can't go anywhere right now anyways, really. So Yeah, everything's Zoom. We can zoom ourselves there. Um so we are we are uh we got about eight minutes left on this thing. So if you have anything you want to plug um or anything like that, or if you wanna suggest a beer for everybody to try first, go ahead. Okay. Um Trying to think what what you've had or haven't had. Um, I I definitely go for um, Omar is really special. It's it's a mm-hmm. good beer. Um, but I, I guess I just tell people I'm really hoping what people get out out of everything that's happened is just supporting local. Mm-hmm. Um, you know your local brewery, your local coffee roaster, your local restaurants and stuff. I'm really hoping people realize you know as much as everyone's concerned about national economy like we can make a huge impact in our in our own cities just by mm-hmm. spending money close to home and the people who employ everybody um so that's that's all i got and thanks thanks for drinking all the beer keep drinking more yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that, we Thank won't you. have a problem doing that keep drinking beer. That's, keep drinking. and that's pretty great i like that yeah, message man i like that yeah you, you really think like if you support local, if local keeps steady, the, the local's going to make the nationwide steady. And it's sort of that whole thing where you start and organized and organized. And that's important. So I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you're on the show with us today. Um, so we'll go ahead and end it there. Then uh, thank you for hanging out with us. You are always invited back whenever you want. Just hit us up. You bet. Uh, you bet. Yeah. Cause it's a joy for us. So, uh, with that, guys, we'll go ahead and get out of here. For the Pros Podcast. Until next time. Hey, get the beat right, dude. Yeah. Until next time. Stan Baker 10.